0: Take Captain Solo to Jabba the Hut after I have Skywalker. He's no good to me dead.
1: And Padawans to episode 182 of Full of Sith. I am the Mike Pilot with me, and my co host Brian Young, fresh back from Salt Lake City Comic Con. And uh, Brian, we have uh, some interesting things that we're going to share this week. And uh, what exactly is that?
2: Well, uh, you and Amy and I were all at Salt Lake Comic Con for a long time, and we captured a lot of audio from there. And it's all really good, clean audio. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. So we're going to be sharing some of the panels that we were doing over the next week or two uh, uh, until, and then we'll have like a net, our next regularly scheduled episode is going to be for the Rebel season three premiere, which I can't wait to show everybody.
1: Yeah, and uh, and again, if you heard the uh, live episode from last week, the the audio is brilliantly amazing. It sounds great, and uh, you know I, I think that you and Amy deserve a little bit of a break. <laughs> i think you deserve a break too but somebody's got to put the shows together yeah but you've been all over the country and overseas and everything it's been a long summer yeah it has been but why don't you set this one up what are we listening to today so this
2: is uh jeremy bullock who played boba fett obviously he's been on the show before i've mm-hmm. interviewed him at salt lake comic-con before no less uh we had him on the show actually he crashed our our Damn. full of sith live from salt lake comic-con but uh They asked me to sit down with him for an hour and ask him questions and field some questions for the audience, and this one
1: was a great time. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's play this one for everybody right now. Hello. How is everyone
2: enjoying Salt Lake Comic Con so far? (laughs) Presumably, you're all Star Wars fans, and that's why you're here. (laughs) So, my name is uh, Brian Young. I do the Full of Sith podcast, and I write for StarWars.com and Star Wars Insider, And it is my extreme pleasure to introduce Jeremy Bullock, and he's going to come and talk to us today. So please give him a warm round of applause. Welcome.
0: Thank you very much indeed.
2: What a long walk. (laughs) There we are. So um, I'd like to start with with your acting career in general and maybe maybe talking about some of your, your early things. I mean, Boba Fett came, but I think a lot of people in this audience would be interested to hear about some of your experiences working on Doctor Who.
0: Yes. Isn't it amazing? That, that was Doctor Who music just about to start. But, uh, no, um, the, the Doctor Who is a, is a long time ago for me because William Hartnell played the Doctor that I was in And it was black and white television and live. A lot of it was live television going out, and so everyone was saying, "I've forgotten the words. Oh no, where where are we going to do? Oh, why did they have to do it? Why did they have to do it live? Oh, I'm so nervous." Well, you you must have nervousness in your body so you can actually perform. And I thought that was great fun. And then suddenly, years later, I was asked to do the one with John Pertwee. This. And that, that was a fabulous experience. And Doctor Who suddenly became very popular and then popular again another 20 years. So it was great, great fun. I'm sorry I spoke far too much there. but.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, is it, it, you, you've been associated with things like Star Wars. And, and, I mean, how often do you get questions about Doctor Who as well?
0: A lot, especially around the last few years. But what about Doctor Who, Mr. Bullock? Um, which one did you prefer? And you suddenly go... I can't remember, help, I can't remember So you get into all sorts of trouble But they're, they're making a big comeback from what was original stories They found the stories and it's on every Saturday now
2: um, With your career, I mean there's was, there was, there was a gap there between Doctor Who and Empire Strikes Back uh, I'm wondering if you could talk about what your acting career was like In that time between until we get to Empire Strikes Back
0: the, yes, good question. I mean, in between that, I was in the theatre for almost three years. One was a thriller, one was a comedy, and um, I, I never stopped in the theatre, so I was ready. And then, how I got the part of Boba Fett was extraordinary because my half brother was working on the film. He said, Oh, you ought to get on to this. There's a, a, a nice scene that, that it's only a little part, but. I, I can put my name forward. And I thought, what's he talking about? And it was amazing. Within six weeks, I was then doing this small scene as Boba Fett. And it's incredible that from that
2: blossomed all the, the films that came out. So I, I think I've been terribly lucky. So actually, I was going to ask about, about your half brother. I mean, it wasn't some, I mean, he was an important part of, of Star Wars history as well. Yes. Um, and, and I'm wondering if you can talk about maybe what he was doing on the film that he knew that there would be that part for you. Well, not really. It's
0: funny because um, he said, I said, How are things going? He said, Well, it's busy, busy, busy. We've got going on location and there's a lot to do. Um, but I, I, he said, Actually, there's a, there's a tiny piece, a tiny part, not big, but it might be quite fun for you to dress up in these clothes I said, what do you mean tiny, funny thing I think things are going to be a bit chaotic but I said, what do you mean he said, well I'll have a word with George Lucas it's not very big, it's a couple of lines I said, I don't want to do a couple of lines, I'm not used to doing that, but then before you could say anything, he said, I've got you a meeting with George and you know, if you want to do the part, it, it, as I say it is a small part, a very small part. He kept stressing that. I said, "All right, okay, yes, it's a very small part." And then, two weeks later, I was on in, on stage—not on stage, stage sorry—in in Slave One doing a scene, and I thought, "Oh Slave One, that looks quite good in the background." And there I was. I got the part, and. Um, so I was doing theater during the night, and then during the day I was doing Empire Strikes Back. So I just think I was very lucky. I saw my brother for the first time in a long time and then landed the part.
2: Um, tell me about the costume itself. Um, it looks like there's a lot of pieces to it, and I'm sure many of the, uh, <laughs> the mercs in here wearing Boba Fett costumes can attest that, uh, that, that it has a lot of parts to it
0: a lot of parts very uncomfortable very heavy and the jet pack as they click it on the back here ready for me to fly the universe especially Salt Lake City and uh, you were ready but as it put into your back to show you standing up straight I went straight back like this and you suddenly realised you're not comfortable it wasn't light it was the proper sort of weight they had but when I put the outfit on I thought this is cool. I've got to do this, even if I say hello. I said hello, and I said thank you to my brother. And then that was
2: it. That, that's how it started. So um, with Empire Strikes Back, I mean, you're, you're in... This must have been 78 or so? 70? 78, yes. Yeah. And Star Wars was the biggest movie in the world, so that must have been interesting, going like, I'll get you a meeting with George Lucas. Like, What was the impact Star Wars had had on you... Like how aware of that were you at the time when you went in for that meeting?
0: Well, it, it wasn't a meeting. I hardly saw George Lucas. I hardly saw my brother. They just said, yeah, go, go, because we need to sort this out. And at that time, I was being geared up to play a very small part as Lieutenant Shekel. Uh, and the, it, it was surreal. It was really strange where they said, okay, welcome director, welcome, Jeremy. You know, see you. It's quite, quite a busy first week and you, no one told you what was going to happen. And I think after all these years, you know, Boba Fett has climbed, not because of me, but it's become, why, I don't know, but
2: he's become extremely popular. Um, talk about the uh, experience you had, actually, on the set there, and, and not just as Boba Fett, but just what was the atmosphere there like uh, in general? Was it, was it chaotic and everybody was just busy in different directions, or, or what was the... <laughs> What was what was the the feeling like? What was the tone that Irving Kirshner set? No, there was, a,
0: it was strict in some ways. Irving Kirshner. he was he was great fun to work with. Um, it was a lot of lot of the actors there were saying, "I don't know whether I'm doing one day, half a day, or what." How, how many how many days are you doing? I said thirty six. Thirty six? How do you get the part? I said no, sorry, it's seventy six. And of course, you were having a laugh because people were so excited about. ...being in this film, because the first one, A New Hope, was very successful. So everybody wanted to do something, get some part. Uh, it was very exciting. Um,
2: with Irvin Kirshner himself, you know, what sort of... As an actor, you sort of, I'm assuming, take something away from each director you work mm-hmm. with. What was that thing about Irvin Kirshner that, that you were able to kind of take away? Because Boba Fett's a very subtle performance. I mean, you're in a costume, you don't have your face... So you have to be very physical. What, how did Irving Kershner help you get there?
0: Well, Irving Kershner was great because he used to come up to you. I'll, I'll do this. I'm not... He'd come up and you'd just run the scene and he'd say, now, listen, when I said move through and he knew exactly what was going to he was one of the directors who always says he's teaching you how to speak in, virtually. So you go, now, listen... When I said, move to the right and then veer off to the left, that's what I mean. <laughs> but, but I would have never missed, you know, because he was such fun to be with, a
2: really nice man. How does it contrast with um, Richard Marquand as a director, who you worked with for Return of the Jedi?
0: Well, R- Richard Marquand was, again, much younger, sort of, you know, really wanted to ball up and really get things moving completely different directors and all directors are different there's one director many years ago when i was about 14 he, he'd come up to you and said right i didn't get your name what is it i said jeremy bullock don't know it right okay walk down there have you learnt your lines yet i said well yes yes i have well come on let's see the line and this is how this director was acting Come on, come on! He wanted to be overbearing and one of the best. Star- uh, you, not a very nice person, though. No. And and Mark uh oh, just
2: yes. had energy too. Yeah, he he did,
0: and sadly he died. And but he he was really terrific to work with. And I think it is because sometimes it's very hard, and you want to drive yourself to to make sure everything goes well. Um, but I think we're all as actors. There's. In this hall here, not hall, let's call it theatre, um, anybody can be an actor, but it's whether you go on performing as an actor, but anybody can do, open up a scene, three, three people, oh, good morning, I de- you were supposed to be here the other day, weren't you? Yeah, I thought so. Anyway, never mind. Uh, so you make up this three scene, and every, anybody can do that, but then it's after that, how long will it last? So people think, I'm, I don't think I can do it. But others go, oh, I'm going to be an actor. You don't see them for months. So it's tricky, but I like the danger, <laughs> even now.
2: Um, what's, as far as um, the challenges of Boba Fett, obviously you had a very different situation. Like in, in Empire, you had a very hot indoor and in Return of the Jedi you had a very hot outdoor situation outdoor
0: situation yeah well I was lucky because all the stunt men well they they had to take over from me and some of the stunts they did were terribly dangerous and one hurt, hurt an ankle or cracked a bone in an ankle but you have the stunt men especially for that not, not to be injured but you know <laughs> well, that sounded terrible
2: <laughs> oh, awful um so with, with Boba Fett then, I mean, what was it like? I mean, you've had a very long relationship with the Star Wars fandom mm-hmm. for a long time. And I, even before the Star Wars prequels came out, what was it like sort of being part of uh, a fixture in Star Wars fandom as you started learning more about what Boba Fett's story was like and how uh, fans interacted with you about it?
0: Yes, I mean, you have the, the 501st guys, the Mandalorians here. I mean, there's a huge, big tribe all over the place some people stop you in the street I know who you are you're in Star Trek aren't you (laughs) (laughs) and that's absolutely true but just I think wind you up and I said no I said no different I think you're in a different zone somewhere that's the problem you have but I feel very proud to be part of the Star Wars trilogies and and still this goes on lovely people here saying thanks for coming back it's uh, you
2: know Star Wars
0: is something that will never be repeated
2: as an actor is there is there something where maybe there's a role uh, did you ever think as you were doing Boba Fett this is what you'd be talking about still you know for almost 40 years on
0: Yeah, I I actually said this is yeah exactly as you said but you learn other things from being I remember putting the outfit on and then you had to have help and it's the most difficult thing to try and put that the gun is here and, and I looked like an amateur I mean it really looked terrible but you know the amount of people that have said thanks you've made my day I've been not well but I watched the film thank you very much and that gives you a whacking great boost it felt you know you feel really good and he felt good because you'd say good luck you know it's it's come you know the guys together in in the films were were great fun and they said go see you in six weeks time that's when i'm next oh you're not it's just gone on and on and on and people remember remind you here as well as big band of people saying thank you thank you i've I've had terrible times but it's star wars that's making feel people feel better
2: i can certainly attest to that. I think most people here in this room can say "Star Wars has helped help them feel better, and certainly your role in it has been very important to everybody here.. <laughs> so having been in the costume and knowing how uncomfortable and how hot it is, uh, is that, you know, do you sort of look at the guys in the, the mando costumes and go, "You're doing this for fun, guys?") <laughs> Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're doing
0: this for fun, you know. Yeah. And you see people have made some of the costumes I've seen, they've made out of nothing, a bit of wool or something. But I thought, what an effort that is. That people, dre- people dress up. You look at this show here. People like to dress up, and I think it's terrific to see. You see them in the middle of London walking around, probably on the wrong day. They don't realize that they're wearing this costume, and it's the wrong day. But they get away with it. It's cosplay, it's all sorts of makeup and But Boba Fett doesn't wear makeup anymore. <laughs> no, madam, please.
2: So with with, um, with Boba Fett I wanna talk about how you approached how you approach the character. I mean there is that, that stillness to him mm-hmm. that, that you imbued him with uh, um, you know, how did you approach that from inside the costume to have that read on film? And that's actually quite amusing. That how you do that inside the costume. I,
0: the strongest part of Boba Fett and some of those other characters is stay still, even even if thinking, of staying still, ten minutes, just. And then suddenly you sit, you, you've got to be the one to say the line or do the next scene. But it's just standing still is far more dangerous than going, I'm Boba Fett, you know, cool. <laughs> you know, that's not cool at all. Stand still. Because that's what he does. Boba Fett just stands still and watches.
2: Um, what was it like actually watching Boba Fett felled so... Uh, by, by Han Solo, blinded? Like, was that... Did you feel an attachment to Boba Fett that you kind of felt like maybe he got robbed a little bit? Like maybe he, if he was in a stand-up fight with Han Solo, he could have taken him.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Boba Fett knows he can take Han Solo, but there's, there's.
2: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, he did in Empire.
0: Yeah, he did, and I think they fought together in the Millennium Falcon, and you can almost hear Han Solo saying "Remember," something silly like that, and that. And Boba Fett comes out and says, Remember, you're next. So there's something there that, that, that would probably come out, and if they, hopefully they do the next film. You'll find something out. I'm sure there must be.
2: Well, there's definitely been some hints in the, uh, the books and things of Boba Fett. Mm. I mean, Boba Fett's led a lot of lives outside of the films, but I don't think that that, uh, that popularity uh, would have been there had it not been for what you brought to the, to the character and the design that the artists gave to the costume
0: oh they've done a terrific job with the, the costume and the, the, the shirts and everything and there's so many people walking around with Boba Fett t-shirts on and so as you go past you say that's mine <laughs> and they go what so, sorry I didn't mean no it's a joke I said you know that's mine I didn't, I didn't mean it to be <laughs> so it can then get out of hand <laughs> Then I really have to be
2: Boba Fett. <laughs> there's obviously a lot of star, uh, star Wars is known for its merchandise. Yes. And Boba Fett has been very popular in all of the merchandise that's been created, from Pez dispensers and uh, you know costumes and, and action figures and everything in between. I'm wondering if over the years there's been a favorite piece of Boba Fett memorabilia you've you've.
0: I think, I think the one piece which I modelled for I was in LA and I had to stand like this the plaster of Paris, mucky and I could hardly breathe There's, it's not a very nice thing to be made up all round here but I have that at home I have the full size just standing looking but you, luckily they can't see your face but uh, that's, a, that's a lovely piece that, and
2: it's the full height
0: probably taller than
2: that um, is, there, is there anything about Boba Fett that maybe, maybe um, I know that there were other actors who were involved in bringing Boba Fett to life as well like, like John Morton or, yeah. or any of the others and I'm wondering if you can talk about um, Sort of the the contributions other people have made to Boba Fett, whether that's John Morton or the, the designers or Joe Johnston or, or any of these.
0: Well, I think Joe Johnston he, he designed all the stuff for Boba Fett, and there was all, the all white part. Um, you know, I've said to people, they said, "Oh, what, you, what you've done to the part." I said, "Well, any you know," I said earlier on, anybody could play Boba Fett, but not like I can. I know that sounds arrogant but he's going, they're going to play it in a different way so you're going to get a director saying do that again, you've got it wrong so as you're building up the part for Boba Fett you, know, you, you, you do what you think should be the right one but you, you may be wrong I mean you don't know what's going to happen with a new film and uh, whoever plays it will, will do a good job I know
2: I've read that, that one of your inspirations was sort of watching um, Clint Eastwood in westerns. Oh, yes, yes. And I'm wondering if you could talk about that and sort of the the things that you watched and, and drew inspiration from as you were working on it.
0: Well, I, I loved Westerns from sort of Magnificent Seven, all the different restaurants. And Clint Eastwood, Fistful of Dollars. I remember I watched and watched that. And The Cape. They, now I've seen The Cape. So that means... Clint Eastwood has finally got the part, and there he is. That, I, I love that thing with the cloak that comes around, which Boba Fett has as well. So I'm sort of modeling it on, on Clint Eastwood, who
2: I've never met. Um, so uh, if you don't mind, we'd, we'd love to take some questions from the audience yes. as well. Sure. So there's a microphone over here. Uh, if, if you want to come up and, and ask a question...
0: There is one person dressed as Boba Fett just there. Surely you have a question. But the part's gone to Jeremy Bullock. Sorry. <laughs>
1: good,
0: good try. Good try,
1: though. Uh, oh, thank you.
2: Um, so I, I heard that um, you there was like Wookiee pals that uh, you thought were your character's hair that you had put from the helmet and then they told you that you're supposed to hang them uh, somewhere else because they're like a prize which I guess Wookiees don't look like that way which means that that's why they're rare I suppose because they're like a blonde Wookiee or something I don't know uh, I, anyways I was wondering if there's any other parts of the Boba Fett costume that uh, you thought was something else or you didn't know what it was that you found out later what it did so sorry to so, whip through that Cause I'm. So um, he uh, he's wondering about any parts of the costume, like he was talking about the uh, the braids on the side, where oh. you thought at one point he's the Wookiee the... scalp. And uh, are there any other parts of the costumes, uh, any bits and bobs on it that you learned after the fact what they were, sort of in the story, rather than just something glued onto the costume?
0: Yeah. I think the, the Wookiee scalp is the most prominent. Then when it's hanging down here because people said why is Boba Fett caught? I said it's a Wookiee scalp he's gone so you know because I'm in the story you're not, not very nice towards the Wookiee but <laughs> the Wookiee's alright now all right. thank you thanks
2: uh, I'm
0: not going <laughs> to this I'm a super
2: person can I have help with this please thank you anyway <laughs> So, I'm going to record this, because my mom's not here, and she'll probably want to know the question. <laughs> my mom's a mom and is like that. Anyway, so um, I know you've been talking about not um, um, talking as Boba Fett. If you could have said anything through um, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, um, what would have you have said? Uh, he wants to know, uh, you didn't get to talk a lot in the movies. If there was no. anything else you'd like to have said, what would that have been? Put you in the cargo hold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot.
0: There was that ter- terrible thing. Oh, no,
2: after you, man. Um, what's your favorite line you've said? What's your favorite line that you've said in the films?
0: I think the famous, I'm being paid.
1: (laughs) Okay, so first I would like to say,
0: I'm guessing a lot of people may like the prequels of Star Wars and some people may think they suck. And all right, I think they're all right, but I want your
2: opinion, Jeremy. The prequels.
0: Looks like there's a war on. I love the prequels. I and no, I mean, I think the prequels have been unfairly uh, hardened up. Like, oh, what a lot of rubbish! Uh, you know, I think it's too much. I don't think they're as good as the first three, but I think that it's been unfair the way people have had a go.
2: True. Um, the um, the prequels all, all also brought Daniel Logan to the part. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you've been on the convention circuit and things with daniel logan as well i mean how would you describe how different sort of the two real life boba fett's are
0: i think this is funnily enough a similarity between daniel and myself and he always has a grow, he said i'm here you know we're having a giggle i said ladies and gentlemen please welcome baby fett <laughs> and that soon soon stops that you know so i said you've got a lot to learn kid <laughs> but he, he's he's a delightful guy. And he's a real f- funny, and he said, "How do you do that scene there?" How, how was? It? I said, "You just watch, and you'll 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 do it." And he's one of those people that, when you're out of work, you have to work, do something else. And he he's worked really hard. And I I hope you never know. He could 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 happen that he could be the younger Boba Fett.
2: I think that would be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, would. I can watch from up above. <laughs> hi.
2: So oh, hi. my question is, well, first of all, you're my favorite character in Star Wars, so yeah, I'll
0: <laughs> give you the money later. <laughs> but
2: my question is, did you like being in Episode Five or Episode Six better?
0: No, oh, yeah. No, I think Episode Five, Episode Five and Six are better than the ori- original prequels. I think. Well, which one did you prefer
2: being in, Empire or Jedi?
0: Empire, because I think, t- I mean, truthfully as well, I think uh, Empire is the best of the lot.
2: Um, what was the experience... How different was the experience from Empire and Jedi to Revenge of the Sith? Because you had a, a, a small part in Episode 3 as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was very nice, because um, George Lucas said, would you like to there's a small scene as Captain Colton I said oh Captain Colton but it was very nice he said would you like to do it it's not very much but I said well, it would be nice to be involved in the, the newer films and that's what I mean George Lucas is quite shy in a lot of ways and I think that's a nice trait to have is to be not too exuberant but he, he was great fun
2: uh, great
0: fun how?
1: Yeah, it's gone now.
0: No, I just think I was lucky that I was in three of the films. And, you know, they said, my granddaughter said, aren't you a bit old to be in the Star Wars granddad? I said, not at all. He said, oh, you you look old because you've got a helmet on your head. You know, so someone set her up to that.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe they'll have you back for another one too.
0: It it would be nice. I mean, in the in the cantina a lovely scene there where Boba Fett's leaning on but he could be some other character and he's just looking around the whole room and then he just sits back and probably goes to sleep in the cantina (laughs) I haven't written a story yet but I'm thinking of it okay
2: so uh as a member of the and Helmet I know a few years ago um how you doing welcome (laughs) Uh, a few years ago um uh, members of the Dented Helmet made you a set of uh, fed armor and a whole costume. How did it feel, and how uh, how was the experience of receiving that armor and stuff? And let these folks know about it.
0: Well, the the costume that the Dented Helmet guys gave me as a person saying thank you very much indeed, and I brought these glass things. And there was a party, and it was just this solid bond, you know, from the guys. That that looked terrific. And every now and then I'd go up and I'd have to zip up and get the outfit absolutely right, and it was spot on. These great artists. I mean, the the artists that that do the drawings, the actors, everyone, it was a difficult piece to do, but my word, especially the the guys out there did a good job.
2: Thank you for your question. Now it's another pretender.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're next. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> do you believe
2: <clears throat> did Boba Fett escape the Sarlacc uh, I figure it but, would be best well, I, to ask you I'll put you. my
0: foot straight down and Boba Fett gets out of the Sarlacc pit <laughs> no one told me that it's just it must be you're gonna miss, miss a good um, you ra-
2: Do You're gonna <laughs> tilt the microphone down. There you go. Do you would you have rather uh, Boba Fett to fight another day or uh, survive the Starlight Pit? I'm not sure. So, you, would he rather what? Um, have Boba Fett survive another day, like fly
1: away, or uh, fall
2: into the Sarlacc pit and Oh, so, so he, he wants to know Would you rather have Boba Fett just Turned tail and ran Instead of falling into the Sarlacc
0: Oh no he, uh, I think he, he's got more chance By s- falling into the Sarlacc At least he's See, Boba Fett's got to live So he's made himself, he's a good chef He's made himself food There's several <laughs> There's several sort of bars down there So he's drinking that that extraordinary American beer they have here. Uh, so, you know, he's doing okay, but thank, thanks for thinking of him. <laughs> okay. Um, do you like uh, Doctor Who or Star Wars better? Oh, that's a good... Doctor Who or Star Wars? Yeah. I think they're both very good in their own right, but I would say... I would say Star Wars.
2: Hi. Hi. Big fan. On a scale of 1 to 10, how awesome is it to be Boba Fett?
0: I, you know, I don't think about it a great deal, but, but when I do, it's full on.
2: Good <laughs> So, while acting in the Boba Fett costume, did you do any weird facial expressions? <laughs> yes, but I'm not giving it away. There's too many people here. <laughs> Is that um, was was there some? I mean, I guess because you got in empire, you got a role with your face, but also the the mask mm-hmm. of Boba Fett. Um, if you hadn't have gotten the um, to to you know take Princess Leia out of there like that, um, would you have been disappointed that maybe your wasn't your face wasn't in the? the movie at all? No, or? not
0: at all. I wouldn't be disappointed at all. I mean, in the early days, I suddenly thought, playing the other part, Lieutenant Shekel in Empire, mm-hmm. I grabbed Princess Leia, and we don't know, we haven't seen his face yet, but that could be Boba Fett that's done dragging. <laughs> we don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: So, watch this
0: space. <laughs>
2: um, what, how, was, how different was the experience between being Boba Fett and being Lieutenant Shekel?
0: Well, uh, it, it's a part. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, you know, there's more... Lieutenant Sheckle was a person to drag her away, get her out of this hall, small part, and, but they said, would you do it? We, we've got no one else to do it while you're waiting to do your other scene. Um, so people used to sort of join in, but I was terribly lucky I happened to walk past some Jeremy, you'll do. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's how that happened. So I'm lucky... Can you be? I've already got the part as Boba Fett, and then you get another part as Lieutenant Ah,
2: wow, That's amazing.
0: Um, hi. Hi. Um,
1: I was wondering, um, besides Boba Fett, who's your favorite bounty hunter?
2: Besides Boba Fett, who is your favorite bounty hunter?
0: Um, none, none of them come anywhere near, but... Uh... <laughs> I'm oh, no, sorry, I'm joking. No, I'm not. Um, yeah. um, you know, that's difficult.
2: Well, um, let me ask, as, as you're thinking about that, I mean, that scene on the Star Destroyer with all the other bounty hunters, um, you know, there's, oh,
0: there's... yes, yes, you're right.
2: There's a, there's a lot of detail in those characters. I mean, even though those were characters that were in really one shot, mm. they put as much detail... Into yes, they, they
0: yes, they did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry. It's, it's the bounty hunter scene. It's very good, just standing there, and it's you're you're playing this one scene, and everyone tried their best, and and it it looks really good. And there's two, six bounty hunters, or five. Sorry.
2: So, uh, did you, of those five? Did you have any that you were particularly that you liked as as well as Boba Fett? Maybe.
0: Yeah, I think it's um, um, Alan Harris Bosk. Oh, Bosk! Yeah. There's a terrific character, Woo. and Alan made so much of it, but without going doing this, he just stood still and oh, that's some sort of oh, yeah. you know, something like that. <laughs> that's why I didn't play the part. <laughs> but there are so many different parts different characters that you'd sort of be making them up. And people say, what, what's the part you're doing, the bounty hunter, what are you doing? I call him Schneeschle. <laughs> really? That's an amazing name. And of course you're having fun, as usual. Um, but the, the, that one scene was very brief, but looked, looked very good.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Hello. Hello. So Recently, there's been a lot, of, um, a lot of debate, especially from those who were really involved in the legends, well, the old school Star Wars before Disney, bought Lucas films. Uh, all the multiple bounty hunters, IG-88, Dengar, Cad Bane. I just have to know, do you think,
2: honestly, that Boba Fett is the single deadliest bounty hunter in Star Wars?
0: Yeah, i have just say that again. So, so do then. you...
2: Uh do you think Boba Fett is the single deadliest bounty hunter in Star Wars oh yes <laughs> sorry
0: I didn't hear it before I would have said it much louder and cheered, but, um, no he's, he's exceptionally dangerous but does it in his own way
2: uh, hi there um, so on the Boba Fett helmet there's a ding on it from either a laser blaster or something where did that come from So the dent on the helmet, where did the dented helmet come from? From the
0: people who make the
2: helmets. (laughs) That's really the only answer. (laughs) If you could change one thing about Boba Fett, what would it be and how would it relate to you? if you I could, could change yes. if you could change one thing about Boba Fett uh,
0: I think I would grow a moustache
2: but <laughs> well, you did have a beard
0: under uh, yeah, Boba Fett that for that was one. for Robin of Sherwood I was finishing off that one scene I'd forgotten that there was one scene and then I had to dash down and get this last shot done and then go back to the filming um, but you... thank you for the question
2: Um, while filming episode 6 did you sneak any peeks at Carrie Fisher under that helmet? (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) So he wanted to know about how Carrie Fisher seemed on the set of Return of the Jedi. She (laughs) She
0: was was great fun. I haven't seen her for a while. She's an absolute hoot. And great to be involved with the films. She was, she was good
2: fun. Thank you very much. So you were contracted by Darth Vader to capture the Millennium Falcon, and then you're contracted by Jabba the Hutt to bring Han
1: Solo back. How much? How many credits did did uh, Boba Fett make off of that whole turn and Han Solo about
0: turn and Turn and a half. <laughs> He's getting weaker now, Boba Fett, so he's got to get in the shot <laughs> or the half shot.
2: I don't think they've revealed actually how much those deals were for, but uh, uh, this, I'm sure. have
0: forgotten that actually. You, you don't, you, he doesn't give much away. No. Chewbacca, it's another one I've ever picked victim. Because you he, he, he would have seen Boba Fett quite deadly, but I think he calms down a bit, you know, with Chewbacca and. Han Solo. Uh, If the one part I would have loved to have played, apart from Boba Fett, would be Han Solo, because I think they're both similar, fought together. You know, it's
2: good (laughs) man. All right. There's a comic that has the burning of the Lars homestead. Owen and Beru in the movie, we're led to believe that it was Stormtroopers and the Empire that did it, but this comic leads us to believe that Boba Fett was the one that did that. I just wanted to get your opinion. Was Boba Fett the one that actually burned them, or was it the Stormtroopers and the Empire?
0: I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I don't, That's fair. I should have read up on that one.
2: I'm not sure it's anything that they've done officially, so I think that was really more yeah, of a fan s- thing. It's it's it's
1: speculation. So, I just want to
2: see- would you have liked to have murdered Luke Antonopoulos? <laughs>
0: No, I'm, um, I'm very calm, and uh, I wouldn't do that.
2: Again. <laughs>
0: okay. It was funny, because people said, you, you didn't have many lines, did you? I said, no, just action speaks louder. And I remember taking Han Solo up into the Slave One, the ship, and I had to turn around and say, put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. Well, on the day, they said, right, stand by, Jeremy, you ready? I said, yes. On goes the helmet. Turned around and said put Captain Cargo in a solo <laughs> and you li- uh, literally was, I was putting my hand on the helmet to stop me I thought I didn't say that did I my god and w- we did it again but it, I had five lines and completely mucked one
2: up <laughs> <laughs> terrible so we're running out of time so we're going to try to get through these questions but uh, we've only got about seven minutes left I've already taken a question Did you like the green colour on the armour or would you have preferred something else?
0: No, I like the green Funnily enough, when I played soccer a lot we had green striped shirts playing so somehow that made me feel at home or away playing soccer The the green for me Good question Best today (laughs) (laughs) Not really (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you were told that uh, the Boba Fett part was going to be a very small part how surprised were you to find out it became as popular as it did I'm, I'm still so surprised about the popularity of Boba Fett I mean it really is incredible and sometimes my granddaughter says go and tell them you're popular and famous granddad I said no, I'm not doing I've never done that said so, well, I can stand by the gate and say, uh, my granddad is Boba Fett, and I said, well, they, they won't understand. But I, I think I, you know, going back to the thing, of luck. You know, you get some good days, bad days, working, but I picked two good days.
1: Thank
0: you. Oh, it was pleasure.
1: So um, you, you mentioned before, like,
2: and we've seen kind of the, the costumes around, There's a lot of parts to the Boba Fett costume. What was your favorite, and what was your like least favorite part of all those parts? So the so, costume. What was your least favorite part to have to put on and wear?
0: Oh crikey, there's, there's quite a few things. Uh, <laughs> the the worst things are, like the knees where when I first trod on the floor they had one of the rockets shot across the room and that didn't look very professional um. but it tights around the back of your legs and it was always it was uncomfortable and nothing you can say oh,
2: thank how, you thank how, you how much mobility did that original costume have
0: how much was? how that? much mobility how, how much um, it was okay but it was the shoes with the spikes on were rubbing down by your ankle that wasn't nice It was just not Mm tailor-made, unfortunately.
2: Thank you for coming back. My pleasure. In one of the many stories about Boba Fett that we've read, it's indicated that he may have enjoyed something similar to classical music. Um, What kind of music do you think Boba Fett would enjoy?
0: Probably, certainly classical music, but also Queen. No, great. I watched Queen and I met Brian May, a terrific band. And that's, that's the only time I've been outside and watched that. That was terrific. I, am, I can imagine. You've got to try and think of some Boba Fett music. Because there is one... But John Williams said there's one bit of music covering Boba Fett. and he comes up and he goes he's in the ship does all this with us and goes uh, uh, that's it that was the music for Boba Fett <laughs>
2: <laughs> so they've now made both action figures with the white prototype ar- armor would you ever like to have that made in a Star Wars movie and wear the prototype armor. So, the, the white prototype that Joe Johnston did, they've made yeah. some action figures, and actually in Rebels season three, you're going to see those.
0: Because um, yeah. I, I had to dash off to the theater, doing, we're back to the theater again, and um, Alan Harris stood in for me again. Lovely man, he really is, and he, he, got, he said, It's all white. I said, well, yeah, they'll probably paint it later. But George Lucas, to begin with, liked the, the all-white outfit. But they changed that after a while, so it looked camouflage. Thank you. Thanks.
1: Uh, my brother's favorite character in Star Wars is Boba Fett. So I was wondering if you could give him a quick shout-out uh, in Boba Fett's voice.
2: Shout out. Her brother's favorite character is Boba Fett, so if you yeah. would say hello in Boba Fett's voice.
0: Hello, this is Boba Fett. <laughs> Thank you. You're next. Thank
2: you. So, um, since we're done with, with audience questions and we've got a couple minutes left, I'd like to ask you about the experience of traveling around the conventions, um, mm. which is a about as different a job or, or experience, I can imagine, than working on a film set, Yes, you're you can imagine.
0: It's doing a lot of conventions, and my wife and I were in, um, in Russia earlier this year, and it was extraordinary. They almost sort of stopped, and they wanted to inspect you, and that's just before you get to the hotel. They sort of look at you and stare, and it's, it's one language for all, for, for Boba Fett, and the different people... Um, we went to Cambodia we went to Colombia. It, it's an extraordinary amount of live every week someone phones up or writes emails and says we'd like you to come over to our little place in Australia maybe you'd like to come and go this is how Australians speak um, not, not all of them um, but it's incredible the invitations you've, I've been given it's
2: just Extraordinary. Where, I mean, aside from Salt Lake City, obviously, where do you think is the, the, the place you've, you've been able to travel to just because of Boba Fett that you've, you've liked the most?
0: Well, I, I think it's all down. There. it's Florida. Um, the, it, the Boba Fett, you know, I, I did all the different shows and things now. The, the Disney weekend. The Disney weekends. And now they're revamping the whole of Disney again. So that's going to explode again. Um, it, it's, it's funny, you can actually go anywhere if someone, you walk past them and there's the beach and say, hi Boba, welcome you
2: know, you can do all, all the bits and pieces well, that's about all we have time for thank you very much for speaking pleasure, with
1: us pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. and thank you all so yeah, again, I mean, Brian that, that's, that's, uh, that's some, some great listens I think Jeremy Bullock is one of the nicest guys in Star Wars. You know, you could just sit there and talk to him, like, uh, about anything, though.
2: That's actually really funny. Uh, Lee George Cade from the Geek Show podcast Mm -hmm. uh, was sitting down somewhere at the con, and he spent about half an hour talking talking to Jeremy Bullock about kids and the convention and how things were going, and he didn't even realize it was him because they were just chatting.
1: Yeah. He's a good guy. So we have a lot, like we said at the beginning of the show, we have a lot of audio coming up over the the next two weeks from different panels that we were part of over Salt Lake Comic Con, and and I know a lot of people are excited about it, and we'll tease that that in a little bit. But Brian, you wanted to talk about something else tonight.
2: I did. Like, uh, did you watch that clip they released of Ezra from the season three premiere? I did. How does that make you feel? Because I've seen the episode and I know how. Like, I know what happens immediately next. And this was a scene from the before the first like title card even starts. That's like how the season starts. And it kind of broke my heart a little
1: bit. I'm wondering how you felt about it. Well, I'm a little worried. Uh, yeah, I'm a little worried for our heroes, but I, I, um, I'm i a little jealous that you and Amy have, you know, you already have this into your data banks. You already know what's going on. Well, you are two episodes in already, right?
2: Yeah, which is the premiere, which we'll be talking about uh, in two weeks on our episode. Yeah, in two weeks.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. I, uh, I'm really, really, really excited. This summer, thankfully, this summer is going fast, and I'm sure the next two weeks is going to go fast. And I'll find out what happens. And maybe it's not as, you know, as big as a deal. It's not as big as a worry, but it, there's it some is. concern. It, oh, it, it is. You should be concerned, really.
2: So, as as bad as that clip was, as horrible as the things that Ezra was doing. It gets worse. Really, he's he is a naughty boy. Mm. I, I uh, well, yeah, then. no, I I was like in tears. Like that moment, like we've seen Luke Skywalker do the Jedi mind trick, right? We've yeah. seen Obi Wan Kenobi do it. We've seen Ray do it, but they've always been like, "Hey, go do this for me. Go go that way. Check that out." Yeah. We've never seen them mind control someone enough to turn and fire on their friends.
1: Yeah pretty bad i mean it had to happen sometime i guess but it leads it leads room for concern that's all i'm saying
2: i did oh man i'm so excited to talk about the episodes with you mike
1: well we're going to yeah not, not next week but the week after it comes out what is that the 24th yep yeah
2: september 24th is when uh is when
1: you're gonna see those episodes oh my god i can't wait is it gonna come out like a couple of days earlier on on the xd app or is it not gonna be like that i don't know we'll see i mean it's been different every
2: season so far i hope so and but even when they were doing that with the xd app they still kept the premiere and the finale oh synced up like synced up oh, yeah
1: okay well i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep an eye on it all year all right well anyway that was great audio with mr bullock and thank you for getting all that. And and he's always every time he's been on the show and when he's he's been on he's been a fantastic man. And and it's always great to have him.
2: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so all right. So let's. Uh, do you want to tease what the next couple uh, episodes people are going to hear over the next couple of weeks?
2: Well, we're going to hear about uh, we're going to hear hear about Ahsoka. We're going to hear about Han Solo. Uh, we're going to hear more from a different panel of people about bullying and gatekeeping. We're going to hear about the rise of Palpatine, the balance of the Force uh we had i i had a nice long conversation with leland chi about the freemaker adventures
1: yeah i sat in that pa- i sat watching that panel That was great that was a lot of fun actually i had to talk with leland right afterwards and he was asking me of what i what i thought now that i saw them all i'm not going to share what we what we said
2: well when, <laughs> when we when we queue up that episode maybe you'll have to give me a hint
1: yeah well then not now okay Oh, and then just real quick before I forget, I wanted to tell everybody, I tweeted about this the other day, but um, Star Wars, year by year, a visual history. Our friend Pablo, I tweeted about this the other day. It's a beautiful book. It's awesome. You got this, right? No,
2: actually, uh, I thought that was the book I got, but it's not. I got the one, the locations
1: book by Jason Fry. Oh, no, that's a great book, too. That was the one I was talking about on our last full episode. Yeah, I'm just behind. Yeah, well, I'm on the East Coast. I think I'm, I'm closer to the publishers than you are. Yeah, But that's a beautiful book, The Complete Locations. But this other one, that should be coming to you soon, too.
2: The the year by year. I know James yeah. Floyd, who you'll hear on some of these future podcasts, Jawa James. Yeah. He uh, he wrote up uh, a thing about it for StarWars.com, and, and I was very jealous of it.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. So it came out on the 6th. What, today's the 10th? So it's out. Go get it. It's awesome. It's really cool. That's all I'm going to say. It's cool. So, mm-hmm. um, Brian, you can find you
2: where? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Swankmotron. Uh, you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swankmotron. You can find me on Instagram at Swankmotron. Um, basically, if you look up Swankmotron, you're going to find me. Uh, or you can find my books at BrianYoungFiction.com, Or you can just type my name into Amazon and buy my books there. Uh, and you can also find my columns every Monday on StarWars.com and occasionally in Star Wars Insider.
1: Yeah, you can find Amy the same way. Look up Amy Radcliffe. You can go. To Geek With Curves, you can find her on Star Wars Insider. You can find her on StarWars.com, where she writes. And uh, if you want to leave a voicemail for the show, you can use the SpeakPipe app on the website, which is fullasith.com. There you can find our Twitter addresses, at fullofsith, at the mic, at swankmotron, at amy underscore geek. You can go to facebook.com slash fullofsith and check out all the stuff we post there, like show notes and the show art and all kinds of different conversations that are going on. And there's been some great emails uh, in the last week and a half, Brian. i got to forward those to you and Amy when we come back. For a full show, uh, we'll get to some of those emails as well. They're really, really good. Holocron at fullsith.com, and then iTunes, Stitcher, the uh, Google Play Store. If you haven't left a review for us yet, please do so. And if you're looking for me, mike.com. You can find my stuffs there. But for this episode, 182 of Full of Sith, and my, my great co-host, Brian Young, I am the Mike Pirate. May the force be with you, Always.
2: But if you'll not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while. Mm.